Firstly, what's the crack? Two things, oh. three things, three Tr- things. We're we're straight in there. We're back. <laughs> Secondly, congratulations on Dare to Donate. Oh, thank you. And thirdly, happy birthday. Well, thank you. All in a stream of two days. Yeah. How was it? If tell the listener if they don't know what it was. Okay, it so this week I am raising money for Mental Health Ireland. They're an amazing Irish charity. Start conversations, tough conversations that um, yeah support people struggling with their mental health, and they break down those barriers. That well prevent people from talking. So they're amazing. They're all about education as well and awareness about mental health. So I chose them as a charity. And three years ago, I did Dare to Donate, where essentially for my 30th birthday, instead of having a party, I decided to do 30 dares for 30 days to raise money for charity. Um, so I wanted to bring that initiative back for one day only. So yesterday, the 21st of March... I spent the whole day doing everybody's dares. Like people donate, they dare. And yeah, I took on 15 dares yesterday and filmed them all, put them all over my socials. So they're all there for accountability, transparency and a bit of crack for people. Yeah, Yeah, so I've raised, I set a target of 250 euro. I'm now over a thousand. So it's amazing. And people have been brilliant. I'm jaded, exhausted today. But look, it was so worth it though. Yeah. So yeah. But it's, it's, it's a class brand idea as well. Dare to donate. Yeah. It could really, like, it could take off. Like if you wanted to lean into it, you definitely could. That could be like the next ice bucket challenge. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It well, could, do you know what? It if, is... if it encourages people to to do something maybe outside of their comfort zone because the dares I was given, like it wasn't like, oh, put on your makeup. Oh, I saw the <laughs> ketchup, mustard and mayo. Yeah, I had to eat a t- tablespoon of ketchup, mustard and mayonnaise. Consecutively, one after the other. I couldn't swallow the mustard. The ketchup How was, and the ketchup like. was artisan, so it was chunky. Oh, I'm actually getting shivers. And it wasn't like you know because people are like, "Oh, it's chunky. It's like salsa. It's absolutely not <laughs> sugar. It's disgusting. Sugar vegetable. And like all last night, the reason I didn't sleep well is because I kept thinking of the ketchup. And I'm I'm not I'm not lying. I brushed my teeth ketchup a million times. Like. I like I brushed my teeth and used my wash like so much, and I could still taste ketchup when I was sleeping. And I was like, that must be in the stomach. Coming back it's up, in like. because it's so sweet and vinegary and yeah, yeah. dense that you don't really just shove a tablespoon of it in your mouth. The mayonnaise was fine. It was just the texture. I don't like splodgy. gooey, splodgy yeah, yeah. textures. And even in my food, like I can't just eat something soft. I have to have something crunchy with it or crispy with it. Mm. So this was just horrendous. It was my worst. It was my worst year. I would happily like. So you're singing Smelly Cat out in public. And yeah. And the pouring rain. Ketchup on your nose. Ketchup on my nose running was around it? my neighbor's yeah. house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun because people were like I my kiddies have been like watching your dares all day because yeah. they're all kid friendly like so they just love watching people that's what it is yep well done thank you so yeah that was fun how was work busy, work busy, busy. is yeah and it's it's like it's it's great though it's not like chaotic the only time work gets chaotic nowadays is when there's a short week because it just means that everything happens short weeks yeah like last week now for Paddy's Paddy's Day was a Friday and then I had clients launching Paddy's Weekend campaigns and I was like, I have to do this in four days. <laughs> so it was a bit mental um, and I've been I've been travelling quite a bit with work as well. So yeah, it's nice to kind of have a week where you're like kind of you getting your admin. Are you driving? Are you training? Yeah. Or? 
actually since that train disaster oh, yeah, I had yeah, yeah, yeah. where that I can't I actually can't go through that again um, I'm driving everywhere and I think you just need to plan accordingly like I you know I, I try to drive when I can park somewhere go somewhere for a cup of coffee and work for two hours mm-hmm. or like stop halfway work away get your calls done and it doesn't really bother me too too much I try to keep a bit more of a routine because I think when people see you staying in hotels for work and they think it's kind of glam to be Mm -hmm. on the road and it's absolutely not not. like you're so out of your routine and you're like you don't have your normal food with you you don't really have like there's not many gyms and where I'm staying like it's so I'm just like and and you get so tempted when you're in a hotel and you're like let's get room service let's get a glass of wine yeah yeah. so you just feel like you could just be rolled around the place after these kind of trips but yeah yeah no I had a few off sites as well overnight and you're right like yeah you might get a a night's sleep or whatever it is but like your routine is completely out like I slept it sounds so bad in 10 different beds in the space of two weeks Wow, it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, I was like, I woke up, like, I think I was, I think I might have been in a hotel in Dublin. And I was just like, oh my God, where am I? Mm. Like, you just, you, you, like, you get so you know, disoriented. We're obviously grateful that we can get to work. And 100%. Stuff, it definitely does take the toll sometimes. Yeah. Just the kids, you, I miss my kids and I'm like mad. Like, yeah. It is what it is. I know. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. Um, we're happy to be booked and busy though. We are. We are. We're, we're, it is good. We're lucky for that. Actually, not lucky. We work hard. And then I'm going on holidays next week. <gasps> Where are you going? Going to Lanza. Oh my God, you're not the only person who told me they're going to Lanzarote in the next few weeks. Really? Well, Where's my sister's wedding? Oh so yeah. I have to go oh to that. my God, Jay, that came around really quickly. Didn't it? Yeah. Mm. How are things with you? How's work? How's All life? Good. Busy, busy, which is great. As I said, uh, I've got my price a bit. So client list has gotten smaller. Yeah. But same income, more time, family more creative stuff. That's the dream. YouTube a lot more. As, as I said at the start of the year, I want to do it. I have done it, which is great. Amazing. Yeah, as you said, just focus on this. I've, I'm trying to learn more. Yeah. Like when it comes to social media and all this kind of stuff, I'm kind of, I don't need to be distracted anymore. If that makes sense. I need to learn more if that makes sense. Yes. So like, as I said, I've turned off all my notifications. Smart. I have nothing like that. Like mm-hmm. the only notification I get is from my Gmail or yeah, my uh, calendar yeah. saying check your email, check your WhatsApp. Okay. Other than that, that is discipline. It has to be. That is discipline. I have ADHD. I have one hundred percent. You know me, like I even over. T- I talk over you sometimes in this podcast. I talk over you. My mind just goes. Yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> but again, <laughs> I need to learn more, and I'm trying to. Yeah, I think it's like it's good to be productive, but I also think because when you work with content creation and social media. I don't get any joy out of scrolling. Like I don't like at the weekend when I don't have to be on, I my screen time, and I've said this multiple times, is so low because the last thing I want to do is scroll through Instagram when I spend my week creating content for it. Like it's just, it's not enjoyable to me. And I'd love to be like, like I have friends and they send me reels or they send me TikToks and they're like, haha, this is funny. And I'm like, ah, ah. I saw this next one. But no, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not that. It's like they, like I'm like, that's really funny. And now I'm down a rabbit hole. But I'm, I'm like, that must be so nice to open social media, and to not be like, okay, number one, to not be like, okay, 
that's a really good idea or like that's a cool reel how can I use this for my business yeah, I hear you exactly. or like go on it and be like oh my god they're starting a new business oh it's kind of in my field let me t- let me look oh oh wow they're doing this should I be doing that like or even check clients work check everything Do you know what I mean it's like everything is still it's so hard to switch off especially on social because it's so there mm-hmm. like every single thing I think it's with marketing in general when you're watching television like normal TV not streaming and then an ad comes on and like you're like oh yeah the lighting's not great oh I wouldn't have started with that call to action oh why, why would they put their logo Bro, there you are literally <gasps> inside my mind you should see me <laughs> sitting with so jewels I'm like this is a terrible ad <laughs> this and this like, do you know what I mean I break down the adverts like, what was that about like uh, well, like if I took the logo off that yeah. would you even know who that was for <laughs> like it's it's insane like the marketers like we can't relax really ever. Yeah. We're like always, and like it's anything. It's signage on the side of a car. It's a billboard. It's when you're in the cinema and the previews come on. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just so like we're always on. Like we, I wish there was a switch that I could just be like, no. be normal for just twenty four hours. Course, and like so many people can just enjoy media and oh, yeah. enjoy and like go on TikTok just for entertainment and not be like oh I'll save that oh I'll do that oh that could be a good idea for this client <laughs> what's that like? but this is like Jules my wife does it she just goes on and just enjoys it oh, like here giggling away and stuff he, he yeah. sa- himself and his friends send each other like reels and TikToks yeah. and like he'd be about like 10 reels deep from a friend that would have just sent it in one day and I'm like oh, what's that like? it's so nice <laughs> Your friends are so sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whereas I get like sent stuff, and they're like, "That would be a cool idea for like a campaign," and I'm like, "Yeah, it would work mode." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a few things happening. Poor old America, well, America's fucked in there, but America <laughs> uh, with TikTok going to be banned. They, do you think you don't think it's going to happen? No, because this happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 2020. Trump, Trumpy. Yeah. The, 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 we've been, it's like the circle repeats itself. The, like, they tried to ban TikTok a couple of years ago. Even at that time, I was like, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. And now they're back again because, like, the US is so paranoid about China. Mm-hmm. So they shot down, like, a balloon. <laughs> they shot down, like, they've, they've been shooting down stuff yeah. all the time because they're like, that's China. <laughs> that's China. Mm-hmm. And, now that TikTok is like, they're basically saying that the Chinese are using TikTok to spy on the US. So they're saying like, you know, using their apps, whether they're on their phones, like they can, like, we don't know what software they have to listen and to do this, whatever. So they're like, we need to ban this app in our country to keep our people safe. Mm-hmm. Now, privacy of individuals, I don't think the US give... No, a, f- a shit about that. This is more about like we hate China, and if we shut down a hundred million plus users of this app, then Chinese Chinese government not going to be happy. It's going to hurt them economically, and also like they might be paranoid about China. But that's more: are they going to listen and hear all of our government secrets? It's not like oh, like Mary's being hacked down the road. Like there's none of that. So I do believe that Chinese tech is way smarter than we think and has way more power than we think. Like even there's um, an Irish politician going to China and they're like, don't bring your phone. We'll give you a burner phone when you get here because we're afraid that while you're in this country, your phone will be hacked Mm. just by being here. 
So they I've heard that stuff before. Yeah, I've so they're like, like they now like Chinese tech is just streets ahead. Streets, streets, streets ahead of any other tech, like 100%. So can they listen to us? Possibly. Are our phones listening to us already? Probably. 100%. Like do we really care? This is it. Like what are you gonna, like <laughs> us talking about donuts we got like, like I would be mean? so boring for like an FBI agent to listen to. They'd be like Oh, she's watching like suits again. Oh, look, what's that rustling? Oh, she's opening it. Oh, 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 it's hunky dories again. Yeah. I wonder what oh, salt and vinegar. You call it for some reason. You call it Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's twenty bucks, but <laughs> do you know? Like, it's I, like it's it's just bananas. But anyway, so yeah, so I don't think they can. And they've even come out like that. Like experts are saying, you can't really take an entire application with that many daily active users. And just completely get rid of it and ban it. So they're saying that it probably won't happen. If they get bought and a US variation of TikTok comes out, then potentially it takes the control out of China. But I just think it's all going to blow over and TikTok's not going to leave. Now I could yeah. be wrong. That's what happened last time. They were like, no, and it just kind of completely blow, blew out, over because yeah. they were like, you don't have the power or authority to do that. I would just feel shit for the creators. Who I know you were saying like this is their career, this is what they're doing. Yeah. TikTok is where they built the audience. Yes, if they're smart, like if we can give one word of advice to any creators listening, build an offline list of emails and an audience that you can contact directly. Yeah, be it even just don't rely on one channel. Spread it all out exactly. Like just, if you have one channel. Like, fair enough, you'll have a channel that has more followers than others. But if you only rely on that one, one channel for all of your business or inquiries or content, like, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, create, at least have a presence on whether it's YouTube shorts, whether it's reels, whether it's like Twitter, something where your audiences will go to if you decide one day or if your TikTok channel gets even shadow banned. Like, mm. you need to be prepared for that. So, yeah. If you do, this isn't sponsored. I saw it. I got an email notification about it. I love that I started it. Um, create lead, mag lead magnets in under 30 minutes for free. Attract.io. So you can create your resource guide, your checklists, your five things not to do, five things. Do you know these kind of free ebooks or documents? Yeah, if you want to build, oh, a web, if you want you, to build yeah. um, an email list, yeah. attract.io. Check it out because it is. It's handy. You can do case studies, how to guides, resource guides, and yeah. uh, checklists, as I said. Um, yeah. And free. I suppose creators, like that's very good for like specialists. Mm -hmm. And I suppose for creators, I know like giveaways, whatever. But I think that like if there's some way that you can provide value. You, yeah. Well. Like have something where it's like, because people don't just give out their mm -hmm. information for nothing. So whether it's like you create a database and maybe you decide that you're going to give additional content via this link or via this email or have like some sort of a newsletter that mm -hmm. you just share your thoughts every month and you encourage people that way so that it's not just like, oh, everybody who signs up to this wants an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there, there's like people, they, they still can't, they still downplay. Like, I was talking to a company recently had a call with them and they were like oh yeah we have a newsletter it's like 35,000 people on it this this and this you know what we get good opens but because it's not revenue generating <laughs> and I was like why isn't it revenue like why don't you yeah. gen uh, generate revenue like what do you mean I was like get a sponsor for the newsletter like there's have the top of it this is newsletters brought to you by mm -hmm. and they're like oh jeez we never thought of it I'm like 
<laughs> newsletters and just having that audience is super important and yeah. crazy good for your business. 100%. You can all, like, those are people who want, like, especially the open rates, those are the people who want to see what you're talking about. Like, they're literally like, it's like they walked into your shop and they're like, hello. Yeah, I want to buy something. Like, I, I am a customer and you're just <laughs> like, oh, I don't really know if, if I should even talk to that person. <laughs> Wait, who are you? Whoa. <laughs> And just like close the door slowly over there uh, on them. Like that's what you're doing with your email Freak. is that you're not using it. Why do you want to buy from me? Yeah. Who are you? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like that's... Commun- like it's community you're building and yeah. community buy like. Community buy, oh, like. 100%. Yeah. Um, talk to me. It's, it's, I saw who's my buddy, Gary V. Yep. Is really pushing Facebook Reels at the moment and Facebook groups. What the organic think? reach is supposedly outrageous on it. Have you seen anything like that? Have you posted Facebook Reels recently? Uh, I think I cross promote. You cross post them. Maybe yes, I cross post them. I think. But okay. This was he saying, and I then I looked into it, and there are other people saying they're getting good reach, and this is happening. Are but they creators? Thinking, yeah. Yeah. Is that Facebook paying them? Well, I, I've been posting reels, and like as in, I've gone into Facebook and gone create reel and done it that way. I haven't seen any major, major. Okay. So look, maybe, but also Gary V. He has to have shares uh, Like, and creators that could potentially be within the kind of creator monetization space, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, I don't know. It's hard to trust anyone, isn't it, these days? You really, I it's think hard it, to trust people. If it was somebody who, literally, if it was like me or you, we work with clients, we see their content. Mm. And like, when I see something really working for them, like if they just, if they were like, do you know what, you know, let's like, let's post our stuff just to Facebook Reels. And I was like, oh, that's such a good uptake on their organic content on Reels. Yeah. And I said it, or you said it, I'd be like, you've seen it firsthand. You're not getting, yeah. you know, like you're not being influenced to say these things. Well. Like yeah, yeah. I, I happily would say like Facebook, like if Facebook Reels were, shite I'd be like Facebook reels are shite yeah. like I have no issue I ha- how many times have I said bad stuff about Masseri mm. like I have no problem giving out about a channel because I'm not affiliated with them so I don't know our Facebook reels who knows who knows keep an eye yeah. uh, what I want to say to you I said to you before the podcast I'll say it on the podcast um, right I saw Joe Biden put a tweet out there recently and I always I don't know why it's the drama queen in me that goes to look at the comments because I like to see people's responses I love comments in every everything. Every <laughs> single one was verified. And I was like, all oh, these verified people. Yeah. Who are all these fucking celebrities, all these creators, all this stuff commenting on this stuff? Why are they giving their time? And then I thought, it's a, it's a market. The blue ticks have rolled out. They paid for their every verification. Every single person. I clicked into three or, three or four different accounts. Mm-hmm. They had like 100 followers, like this kind of stuff. And just rednecks, like just people... I'm not going to go there. Right wingers. Yes, compl- as in like they've dug into the right wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it really, it was the first time it sh- it kind of shocked me to think, oh, that the blue tick is nothing anymore. See, this is the thing. And now that you're saying that Meta Verified is rolling out in the US and we actually haven't spoken about that mm-hmm. on the podcast. It came out in February where they said that they're going to start charging people fourteen ninety nine a month to have verification status, increased um, security and access to better customer services. They also had an increased reach in the original announcement and got a massive 
they uh, yeah in their original announcement they said it also increases your reach they've removed that mm. now so now that they've rolled out in the US they've removed that part of it where they said like oh if you pay it will help increase your reach they've gotten rid of that obviously they needed to but yeah 14.99 for verification and it's now in the US so it's just I think it's going to come to a point where everybody's going to have a blue tick and it's like as you said it's going to lose like I, I know there's people who when they like when they get a blue tick and I've worked with clients we've gotten to verification stage and it's like such an achievement mm-hmm. and then it's it's a bit disheartening for them to see that I could literally just pay that and be verified in the morning or like somebody will say a new up and coming wannabe influencer with maybe 400 followers decides to verify themselves and they're like my work is done and like they won't see the, the struggle to yeah, get to yeah. where they you know um look there's pros and cons for that verification um when it rolls out here there may be people who will pay for that i think and i said it to you via text i think i think they did it wrong they should have done it where it was like an upfront payment for permanent verification and just charging people 200 quid once off Blanket. permanent blue tick like fair enough they're 14.99 a month model they think like it's a smaller amount so people will more than likely just sign up to it and not notice it coming out of their account but how many people would have bought into that like 200 quid you're, you're verified permanently that would be the the turnover of that. It's like instant money in their pocket. That's why they're doing this. They're mm-hmm. obviously running out of money. money grab. They're cutting jobs left, right and centre. They only recently just cut jobs again, like last week. Mm-hmm. So that would have been such a better option. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. And it kind of pissed me off as well that you need to pay to have customer service. But then is that going to get oversaturated too? This is it. Like if everyone has access to that. Like, so will they have a corporate or a, a commercial team that's dealing with ads and campaigns and people who do that and they're dealing with people who aren't? See, that's it because, like, meta support. Shocking. Like, when you have accounts, like, when you have an account partner, it's so much easier because yeah. you can just reach out, whatever. But you obviously can't reach out. Like, look, people come to me and they're like, "My, um, I've lost my Facebook page. Oh, I've lost sure. this. And I'm like... I can't just go to my partner manager in Meta and say, hi, Jane has lost her Facebook page because they just get it all the time. And like, you have to choose your battles because I can't be like, oh, this person, my neighbor's cousin's sister's Facebook page is gone. I don't really know them, but like, can you help? And they're like, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. there's only so much that they can do. So I think with like this system... Are they going to have a separate team, as you say? Are they going to be bombarded? Because like fourteen ninety nine a month by X amount of people is going to have to pay all of these people's wages. And what questions are they going to get? You know? But surely, okay, the only, like in my head, the only thing that would, the only things that would need, would warrant customer service is losing the account being hacked or campaigns. Other than that, like you're just going to reach out going, hey, how do you upload that? Or yeah. They'll get that. Yeah. Hey, my video didn't upload. 
probably because you had it, it probably was 15 minutes long and you're trying to upload it as a reel. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, these yeah. kind of things where they, you know, they're like, oh, um, I can't, the link in my bio won't work because it never put HTTPS HGP, yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you know. So I feel like they're opening themselves up to this with the increased customer service because we've all had tire kickers that we've dealt with throughout mm-hmm. the years. So now that that service department is going to have all of the tire kicker 14 yeah. a month clients yeah. that are like, I can't, I, I can't log into my Instagram account. My mom, basically. What's this? Yeah. And it's just a case Sorry, of mom. like account switching <laughs> and they don't know. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, talk to me about AI. Leaps and bounds since we last talked. Uh, leaps and bounds. Have you used it much? I have. I do you know what I use? Uh, like, um, what's it called? VidIQ, I think, for YouTube and stuff, for insights, analytics, and stuff. Yeah. And they have an AI uh, in plugin that you can say write a description for this video. Yeah. And you give keywords about the video, and it writes a full description, five hundred mm-hmm. words about it. Yeah. And eighty percent of the time, it's completely accurate. Fair enough. And it's scary, like. Yeah. And that's SEO driven as well. Like, But I do think for things like AI for creation, I'm still not okay with yeah. that. Because I just feel like as an educator and someone who, you know, who works in that space mm-hmm. that people need to write their own content, don't really like that. But I think from a tech point of view, it's so efficient. It creates Excel documents. It it formats them perfectly. Yeah. Like with Excel, I, I don't mind it. But if it's going to format something for me, like I can be like, okay, I need this, this, this. I need to remove any duplicates. I need to do this. Da, 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 da. And it'll like organize this beautiful report or this lovely document all for that. Mm-hmm. It speeds it up for me and I just need to double check. But anything where it's like content creation or where it's like giving you a source for something, I don't trust them. And I would never use it to write content that's in a virtual space because I think that the authority of the content is going to decrease. And also Google picks up on all, like they they can detect if an actual artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. software was used. So it's going to kill your SEO if you literally go, I'm going to create a website in the morning and ChatGBT is going to write it for me. Because then your SEO score would be very, very poor. So... I think it's definitely come a long way, yes. And I think for marketing, it could be used very efficiently for certain things. But... you still, I, I agree with you with the content creation. Oh, do this image or thumbnail for me, whatever it is, or create this. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It is taking from other people's work and just... But you're going to lose part. authenticity in your content. Yeah. Completely. I, I heard a good thing as well that they've implemented into it where if a lecturer copies and pastes a thesis and puts it into it and says was this written by you it can confirm or deny that it was written by them um, which means then it would kind of shoot itself in the foot that way wouldn't it will that tell the truth maybe I don't know I hope like, so like that's a good thing I think because people yeah. still because there is plagiarism checkers but like ChatGBT doesn't give you word for word no. verbatim from source it takes it from like billions of sources yeah. and kind of pieces it together for you um, but I'm sure there's definitely code somewhere that they've written into it. Maybe now there will know. be there there will be ethics laws brought in around AI use, and similar to like I can't just take a book that you wrote and write it as well. Like there's laws and mm-hmm. ethics laws against that, so they'll be bringing in AI law, and that will mostly affect the education sector, which I'm okay with. But I just think people need to be 
mindful of like the implications of AI. Mm-hmm. And just I just think from a creator space, it just you just need to be as you be said, authentic I think and it's own amazing it. to speed up procedures. But if it if you're using it to create, I don't think it's amazing. If you're if you're depending on Chat GBT to write your content, you should not be a content no. creator. Because you are just pressing a button and the creative like where is that? If you're like if I'm like, give me three ideas for a post for like this boat company and you're like, can't think of anything. And then you're just like, I really need to use Josh mm-hmm. And then you use it and you come back to me and you're like, here you go. But if you can think of them, then you should be in content creation. Yeah. If you need to go, I'll be right back. And then you come to me with three ideas from an AI. Like yeah. you're in the wrong job. Like, And the thing is, there will be people a hundred percent there will be people who do that. And I'm like, look, fair enough, let them do it. There's many people in our space who have gotten to where they are by walking all over other people, mm-hmm. copying what other people do and would freak out if they had to create something yeah, from yeah. scratch. And if I put a camera in their face and I was like, just talk, they'd be like, but like about what? Um, can I just yeah, like do yeah. a bit of research first? I'm like, you know, so let Red them flag. do it. Red flag. Red flag. LinkedIn are kind of up in their game small, but aren't they? I quite like LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm going back to it a bit. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm seeing headlines here. LinkedIn adds a AI-generated profile summaries and job listings. Did you see that? It writes, so what you do is you can, there's an AI plugin that you can do. It, it reviews your entire re- resume on mm-hmm. LinkedIn and writes a summary for you of your profile. Do you have a little caption? Based on your material. Yeah. I like that. Which is cool. That is cool. Um, they've launched a podcast academy. They're really trying to up that podcast. Yeah, their world. learning centers are quite good too. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of a lot of good courses there. So YouTube yeah. also launched a podcast section. Oh, on, oh, on creators platforms. Yeah, so I have it here now. So like, we'll have it on the Contents King channel where it's a podcast channel. So you are like subsection. Is so, it out of YouTube Music? No, it's on every platform. So if you go to my YouTube channel. You'll see podcasts. You can click on that, and my like if I have podcasts there, it'll be there. It's because cool. Like it, if you want to watch a video YouTube or a video podcast, you go to YouTube. A hundred percent. I yeah. never go to Spotify to look at. Do you mean like I don't go and then turn the video and it's YouTube I go to. You you are very much a podcast watcher. I am. I'm a podcast listener. Yeah. I just feel I want to give it my full attention, and if I'm listening, I'm doing something else. And yes, I'm listening. But I'm not taking everything in. But if I'm sitting down with the... It's like reading a book. If I'm sitting down with a cup of tea, I'm yeah. watching. I'm taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But if you're listening to an audiobook, you're not taking it all in. But uh, see, I've been listening to podcasts for so long mm. that I've kind of trained... Like, I go on autopilot when I'm driving. So I'm still... So the car driving is <laughs> autopilot and you're so consuming I'm the like, podcast. So I've got ChatGPT <laughs> driving my car. Um, but like that, I like I, I think... Because I'm I'm such a I, I'm so comfortable driving anyway that like I would listen to podcasts and probably be on a road that I would know. Mm. So I'm my full attention so much so to the point where like if I'm listening to a murder podcast and I have to pull in somewhere to get coffee, and it's really like intense story, I will be so paranoid going in to like get my coffee. I'll be like, who's behind me? Yeah, who's in the back? Of the who's car? there? So yeah, but okay. I think if if you zone out, I think the podcast probably isn't great, but. Yeah, maybe well, like, but people just people listen differently. Yeah, I, I they, they yeah. definitely consume differently, one hundred percent. But I do, I do like seeing 
it's weird like when you listen to podcasts for so long and then is it like is it my my dad wrote a porno oh yeah yeah she's just years old yeah, yeah. years old but I remember I listened to that for years and I didn't know what any of the three main people looked like until I looked them up one day and they were nothing like you, you know when you have like yeah, a voice yeah. and then you're like what I can't and you kind of picture what they would look like in your head so I kind of like the reveal it's kind of cool to see that after yeah. years of listening to certain podcasts but even even for a content game you have to like we're videoing this podcast we have to, to promote this podcast do you know what I mean I had someone reach yeah. out to me they were doing a running podcast and they were just looking for advice and tips and I said look you need to video it they were doing it yeah. over Skype and they weren't promoting it I said clips you just need to, you need video plain and simple if you want to expand your audience definitely yeah, yeah. 100% and then like that will it's a gateway for them to start listening to your audience your podcast yeah. um, but you have to have clips like yeah because I used to we used to do it where there was no video clips or do we always video no, we I think we mostly videoed. And then we, I remember the few ones I used to do before, it was like a logo and like the sound waves. And it's like, it's not the same thing. I know. All. People want to see expressions, don't they? Yeah, they really do. Like, Yeah. Come here. It's been 40 minutes. Stunning. It's been stunning. It's great, great catching back. up. Let's really not was. leave it another two months before. No, let's not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, thank let's you not. everyone for listening. It's great to be back. And yeah, stay safe out there. Yeah, thank you for public work for sponsoring legends yeah. we have them here in the background of this video yeah yeah we'll see if you're watching um, let's go up and get a coffee and catch up properly okay thanks bye <laughs>